Greetings and blessings in the name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Welcome to another episode of Get Right for Sunday. Today we will be looking at the gospel reading for the feast of the baptism of our Lord. I am Pastor Wright and I'm kind of flying solo and by saying solo I'm the guy talking. Vicar is here working on the soundboard, making me sound good. Our gospel lesson is from St. Matthew, chapter 3, verses 13 through 17. Then Jesus came from Galilee to the Jordan to John to be baptized by him. John would have prevented him, saying, I need to be baptized by you, and do you come to me? But Jesus answered him, Let it be so now. For thus it is fitting for us to fulfill all righteousness. Then he consented. And when Jesus was baptized, immediately he went up from the water, and behold, the heavens were opened to him. And he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and coming to rest on him. And behold, a voice from heaven said, This is my beloved Son, with whom I am well pleased. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. It is in this text that we, we see so much taking place. First, we are still coming off of the whole Christmas. Jesus comes to us, the Word made flesh. And then on top of that, we have the epiphany. We have the Magi coming and recognizing that this is the King of the Jews. And now we are with Jesus at his baptism. And at his baptism, we get to see that he does something very interesting as both God and man. John was preaching, John the Baptist was preaching a baptism for repentance. That means it was geared to and for sinners. And then you have the Lamb of God, the perfect sacrifice, the perfection of God showing up for a baptism of repentance, a baptism for sinners. And John recognizes this immediately. Why would you come? I need to be baptized by you. But again, you see Jesus answer, let it be so now, for thus it is fitting for us, not me, not you, us, to fulfill all righteousness. This statement of us is the fact that Jesus does come to his people, comes to the world. And by coming to the world, he connects himself. And this isn't just the whole idea that Jesus, the word God, comes and connects him to, to the flesh. He is in the trenches with us. He is entering into the depths of our sin, the depths of our death, and he comes as a sinner. Now, he has no sin, but he's coming like one who has sin. It's like he's taken it upon himself. After all, that is the reason he has come into the world. And so this, to fulfill all righteousness, Jesus is making the statement, this is why I have come, to take on your life, to take on your sin, to fulfill all that needs to be done, which will include, and this is the foreshadowing, the cross, the full punishment, the full wrath of God, which would be our damnation and truly our end. 
And then we hear that John consented and Jesus was baptized. And when he comes out of the water, however that is, the heavens are opened and you have the Holy Spirit descending like a dove. And then we hear God the Father making the statement so nobody can misunderstand who and what Jesus is. This is my beloved Son, with whom I am well pleased. Again, this statement is saying that I have sent him. He is mine, and I have put him into the world, and he is pleasing me by doing my will. And we get the whole idea that Jesus is now being submissive in the work that God the Father has placed before him. Jesus, again, being perfect, Jesus being God and man, subjects himself to the will of the Father. Now, this doesn't mean that Jesus is doing this because he has to, and he's doing this because, well, he's going to be a dutiful son. No, his will is in line with the Father and does this, and this, again, is the connecting to his creation, connecting to his people so that the pleasure of God the Father is now going to be the pleasure in and with his people because his son is there, because he is the one who will do all righteousness in our place. Going back to the actual baptism of our Lord and seeing your baptism. You are baptized in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. And it is there that you have the promise of redemption. You have the promise of the forgiveness of sins, the rescuing from death and damnation. And we get to see this picture that Jesus enters into your life through your baptism. It is as if Jesus walks on the waters of your baptism to enter into your death and bring you out of death to his life. He walks into the waters that you have polluted with your sin and has that all come upon him. It is the washing of your sin and it washes off of you and on to him so that you have the cleansing waters of baptism and death, sin, and all the filth that has been produced from our corruption is wiped out and wiped on Jesus as he takes that to the cross. And those sins, that death is what is, what is put to death on the cross and left in the grave. For when Christ rises, what does he do? But he rises in his glory, no longer marred or stained with our sins, but comes out fully and utterly pure. And that pureness, that glory, that grace, that mercy, that peace is what we are baptized into. And yes, you have that now. And we get to see the fulfillment of this in our resurrection. Well, that is just a, a slight and little insight into the, the depth of this gospel lesson and the depth of the great and wondrous work our Lord did in his baptism as we are connected to him in our baptism, in our faith. It is my hope and prayer that you will join us 
this weekend, either on Saturday the 11th at 6 o'clock or on Sunday at 8 a.m. or 10.30 a.m. for the divine service. God's peace be with you.